0: You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go home, and you know, and I know. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up podcast with your boy K Dizzle DC and my man right here, Have, Have Streams. What up, Hef? Have- what up, K? How you feeling, babe? What's going on, my guy? What is the word, man? It's a lot going on this week. It's a but, lot. It's been a busy week, man. Super busy week. We're now on to episode 33. Shout out to all those who are here, all those who always make it. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We need to get rolling because there's so much going on that it's, it's hard. We're going to be able to compress it with, Compress it within the hour. But man, oh
1: man! Look, before we get started, right? Before we get started, put the Go number ahead. up early. Put the number up early. So what? up, four one zero. So everybody can know where to text, so they can join the conversation tonight. Because we're gonna bounce around tonight. We're gonna keep it live. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do it a little bit different. But um, before we get into episode thirty three, please <laughs> like, share, subscribe, follow. We are on all platforms. We're on Spotify, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram. Please like, share, and subscribe now because I might get a little loose by like 30 minutes in. Oh, man. You mean 30 seconds? That's 30 minutes. 30 seconds, my guy. Hey,
0: start where you want to start because I know it's going to be lit. Look, we know we a little late tonight. a couple things going on, but we ain't going to go into that. What we are gonna get into is
1: this <laughs> conversation.
0: Don't do that under the table, man. Bring that up.
1: No, so that's nah, all good. Look, so so before we get into what I want to talk about, I wanted to ask you a question, Kate. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead.
1: What what is loyalty to you?
0: What is loyalty to me? Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute.
1: You ain't gotta take loyalty. people. What's loyalty to you
0: on the surface? A loyalty, I I you know what I don't have there's a difference between loyalty and there's a difference between respect um The only thing I'm loyal to is is my family and kids and making sure that they're protected. Everything else is respect everything else is respect I mean that is a super tough question what loyalty I like,
1: is. I like where you were taking your answer though mm-hmm. you know because I think sometimes you can be. <clears throat> What's the word I want to use?
0: Something. I think
1: you. I think you might be able to be too loyal in some situations, and I feel like, you know what? What I want to talk about before we get into the show really is, you know, I've had a lot of friends and family around me over the years, and you know, one thing I pride myself to be is very loyal to certain people, mm-hmm. and everybody who knows me knows that, like, if I got it, you got it. If you got that type of relationship with me. I got an open door. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's Same. only so much disrespect <laughs> that I'm gonna assessment. that I'm gonna take. Mm-hmm. And that from here moving out and moving forward, if you're not gonna be in my corner, if you're not gonna support me, my girl, or my child, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Fair. So whoever that message yeah. goes to, if you feel like it applies to you, please take it serious,
0: man. Oh man, look, let me let me define the words. So because we all you get in these words, let me define to make sure. Giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a personal institution, that sounds like a level of friendship to me. So I mean it. You know, you always got to be on guard on who you keep around you. Nothing else matters at that point. My family or everything. I respect that, hundred percent. Systematic Theo came with the absolute. Look, it's, it's just know where your friendships lie. Know when
1: which ones make sense and which ones don't. If they don't make sense, don't keep them. What what baffles me is like, you know, I tend to I tend to walk a certain way and carry myself a certain way. Kate does and It's like if I don't imagine myself to do it to you, mm-hmm. I don't imagine you to do it to me. And once you cross that line and once you do certain shit to me, man, it's hard at this point at thirty five years old with where I'm trying to take my life for me to accept it. So, you know, I'm not going to keep on this negative vibe. We're going to lighten the mood. but Ain't no negative vibe, man. I You're doing your rant early. Yeah, I just wanted to get it off early. That's all.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Get your rant off early, man.
1: Let us <laughs> let us dive a little lighter into these sports,
0: man. How you Redskins doing today? You know, it's been right, so a while.
1: Sports first, right?
0: <laughs> it's been a while oh, since hey, my Eagles shit. won, so. I'm going to talk my shit. How are them you Skins doing today? Yeah, we did. We won. We we, we beat Carolina Panthers, man. Get the fuck out of in here. We beat bird.
1: Carolina today.
0: Yeah, we beat Carolina. minus So, so y'all Carolina. are two and three. Carolina. Two and three, sir.
1: Same two record as the Washington football team.
0: Same record as Washington. Because
1: the Washington football team is trash. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I will not be wearing any Washington apparel. I'm either going to be wearing all dressed up podcast apparel or my Lakers. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't support you know, the Washington football team and how they're trotting out this defense. And I'm watching like these washed up players like uh, Landon Collins and, hey, shit name like and the name. Giants, you know what I'm saying? Getting burnt,
0: hey, name burnt name.
1: toast out there, barbecue chicken. Like I'm talking about he's jogging 10 yards behind a wide receiver. as That's <laughs> the end zone. So obviously Washington lost today. Philly won. Shout out to your bum ass Eagles. Love
0: you, love you, bro. Thanks for uh, the. But,
1: but what about your boy Tom Brady, man? Let's talk about the GOAT. This,
0: this motherfucker. Like we had one of those soundboards.
1: I would hit the button where you hear the little cheers and the pause. And the
0: this man. motherfucker scores 62 fantasy points. I could punch that motherfucker in the throat.
1: Man, this dude is breaking records at 44. It was the first time he threw, I believe the record was five touchdowns on 400 yards. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was stupid. In the same game, man. I'm talking about what a performance at the twilight of this guy's career. He can probably play until 50. Um, But did you see who won the Super Bowl today? Huh? Who won the did Super you, Bowl? The Cowboys won the Super Bowl today.
0: Oh, what are you talking about? They beat the Giants? Oh, it wasn't a Super Bowl? It wasn't a Super Bowl.
1: Oh, shit. When I watched the game, when it was over, man, I saw Dak taking pictures on the sideline. They were high five and running around. Jumping up and down, Jerry what? Jones in the booth passing the uh the expensive champagne. I thought it was a damn Super Bowl. I called my man the uh, um the roots for the Cowboys and I said, "What happened?" He said, "Oh, <laughs> we beat the Giants." I said, "Okay."
0: They four and one. They ain't been
1: four one in a while. Hey man, oh. I can't hate on them. Kudos to them. Kudos to them. They doing and the well. The Chiefs are uh the Chiefs are playing the Bills right now. I think the Bills are definitely a Super Bowl team.
0: The Bills are uh the Bills are title bound close to be title bound they're in the, they're in the red zone right now oh shit
1: so before we yeah. uh go into nba let's talk about <laughs> what your fight. boy let's talk about what your boy did who first off urban meyer the college uh phenomenal line coach <laughs> a long, time, man. got busted last week for hanging out with the young girls and the young guys at the college bars and you know, groping up the ladies and taking pictures. I don't know how you feel about that. I think Urban Meyer deserves deserves to be able to party if he wants to, but not when your jaguars are getting their ass whipped like the way they've been getting their ass whipped. This is not college, sir.
0: Oh, you just put yourself in that position. I can't. You know, when you think you're untouchable, you think you're untouchable. That's just what it is. You're in a well lit bar. You know, well lit bar.
1: Everybody a, a, a twelve okay. a twelve pro.
0: And you let some, random, let some random woman grind upon on you in a well-lit bar. You're a married man. You're in public. Secondly, you're a, you're a football coach. Okay, you're, you're an NFL coach. You're no longer college ranked. You're no longer any of that stuff. You, know? you have to do what you're supposed to, protect yourself at all times. It's like you're boxing. Protect yourself at all times. It's what it is, man.
1: Don't even bring up the boxing yet because we're going to get there. No,
0: we ain't going to bring the boxing, but I do want to bring up since we're streaming tonight on the good Twitch, the damn leaks that just dropped showing, look, if you are not creating
1: content right
0: now, you have this next until the end of this decade probably to get your ass together and generate some passive income because the list on these people making money, okay, making money monthly okay
1: but did you hear what one of the guys said though what he said that that shit was light he said they make more money than that
0: that was super light bro super he said that was just off
1: of subs and ads he said that's not off of contracts donations, super light. all the other no off of, of off make
0: money. you know yeah off of uh bits and you all know that. better than i do hold on bro Let me share this. Look, you need to be creating content right now. I don't care if you're 65, you're 25, you're 15. You need to be creating content right now. And this is why. Hold on. Let me get this thing here. This is why. Let me share this screen really quick. No thanks. I don't want to do that. And I'm going to zoom in on this SOB. Okay? This is just 2019 to 21. And this is just a short Short list. Let me let me pull this up. It's like seven thousand ads on this page. Page, okay. Close this ad. God damn! All right. Twitch streamer total payout from August 2019 to October 2021. Okay, that's two years. You see that ten million critical role? Oh shoot, there it is. Critical role. You see this? Mm-hmm. These people are making two and a half million. Uh, one and one point five a year. Just creating content, playing video games. Okay? These are, are, I mean, a million dollars a year. Playing video games. This is the stuff that we grew up wanting to do, we thought was imaginary. You need, it is hard to grow at this time and age. Everybody does want to be a streamer. You're absolutely correct. That does not mean there is not a lane for you. Somewhere, somehow, somebody will, somebody will watch your stuff. Hey, what if you have to do it
1: because McDonald's has existed? All you have to do is keep doing it. Uh, Marcus Brownlee,
0: perfect example. MK, if you, if you go on the Internet, and you're looking up tech reviews, if you look up Marcus Brownlee, this dude's been doing it since he was freaking 13 years old on YouTube. Yes, different times. He was there. and went in the beginning. But if you keep doing it consistently, one year, two years, three years, four years, it's going to pay off. You're going to generate some passive income and you, you're going to become independently wealthy and not have to give your time to people. Get out there and get, get your money, man. I'm telling you, create some content. Do like we do. We over here talking shit and we love it. But
1: we keep at it. Keep free. going, man. Talking well, look. for free. So, look, John Gruden emails from 2011 surfaced. And everybody knows John Gruden, a.k.a. Chucky, uh the coach that went into the booth for a while, started to talk like he was like a guru, got back into coaching the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, anyway, he has some texts come out talking about DeMora Smith, who was at the time the head of the NFLPA. Mm-hmm. And he referred to his lips being the size of Michelin tires. Um. <laughs> That was in the text message in 2011. He then came out and responded by saying he does not have a racist bone in his body. I don't know if science has found the racist bone yet, but he says he does not possess it. And he basically said he referred to liars as having rubber lips. So what
0: you think? I think John Gruden, okay, I'm not taking anything from him. I think he's I think he's a, a a good. I won't say he's a great football coach. I say he's a good football coach, because remember, what is John Gruden known for? Taking the Tampa Bay Bucks to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Keep in mind he the he was in a great place at a great time because Tony Dungy built that team and then they fired him, and the following year they went to the Super Bowl and won. Do you mm-hmm. do you do you not remember that? I remember that. Okay. I do. What did they do after that? Being racist isn't the same as saying something. Right? Oh, <laughs> That's very well said. So I think John Gruden is a good coach. He was a he was a subpar uh announcer when he now, you know, when he did games. <laughs> he just was. And I think his aura is, is is more than what it is. I think his his legend status is kind of clouded to me. But look, you can't do nothing you can't do nothing who has that text message from
1: 2011 who has text me hey man they went through it they were going through some texts that were uh sent to bruce allen who used to be the the gm of the washington redskins a couple of years ago what up bianca up, and and that came out but look at the end of the day my opinion is you know he's got to coach 53 men about 75 percent of those 53 men could have taken offense to that text message. So it's going to be up to him to make it right with those guys in the locker room. And if they move past it by now, good for them. But definitely wanted to talk about that. But let's talk about the NBA before we go on to the fight of the decade, right? Oof. So with, with the NBA, right, when I hear about an insurance scam and they locked up 18 players, <laughs> I start to think... <laughs> before i even ask about what happened what what the scam was i heard 18 retired nba players got arrested so automatically i'm thinking big baby (laughs) (laughs) i'm like big baby that I, i guarantee you his hot ass was caught up in the in the conglomerate and sure enough he was uh with uh players like sebastian telfair and some others they were caught up in some um, health insurance scam that got these people looking at some serious time'
0: doesn't this doesn't this sound like the Clinton Porter situation
1: Boy, what what Clinton Porter situation
0: remember Clinton Porter got uh, got arrested for um defrauding the health care of uh, Did NFL he? yes I didn't know that he went to jail he well he's being tried for that Clinton Clinton Porter mm. situation they defrauded the health care system. Or the health plan or whatever it is. Yo. I just wish that people had better better people around them to help manage their money. So they wouldn't I have know. to do no nonsense like that. It sounds like it's something that's been happening for a long time. They didn't piss somebody off and somebody told on them. Somebody Period. Didn't somebody, somebody didn't get money. paid. Somebody didn't get hands greased. And now you caught up. 18 of y'all. Idiots. Idiots! You didn't play. You done not did all all this your entire life. You done not work so hard to get there. You didn't play the game. You retired and you decided to defraud the same people that played you.
1: And about fifteen of those eighteen kick rocks.
0: Kick rocks. I, there's no one else to blame. Kick rocks. There's better ways to do it. Better ways look, to look.
1: So on a positive note, let's talk about my man LeBron James becoming the first. Athlete please with over 100 million instagram followers
0: please don't please don't bring mark nebo is in the room please don't bring up lebron james nah, man with mark nebo in the room because he he instigated literally he instigated a jordan james fight on my timeline once
1: again about we're who's not the going brand. there tonight we're not i'm going not going to <laughs> <even gonna laughs> talk about michael jordan tonight we're talking about lebron talking about lebron james becoming the first athlete with over 100 million followers That is more than the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball combined. Congrats! shout out to your boy LeBron James. Again, he proves to be the GOAT. He's trailblazing. He's going to be chasing another championship this year. I will be looking forward to the season. I think they're playing Phoenix tonight in the preseason. But to finish out sports before we bounce on to the next topic, (laughs) who had the opportunity last night to watch the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder Third part of their epic trilogy. Raise your hands, text in, comment, give us a holler. Who watched the fight last night? Cause I did. I only saw the snippets. You know, brother
0: worked too much. Yeah, i did not
1: a Look, so for those who had the opportunity to watch this fight, I want to say respect to both fighters. They provided an epic heavyweight battle. I don't think anybody bet that the fight would have went eleven rounds like it did. Mm. um i mean it was constant punishment for all 11 rounds i mean these guys went in and deontay wilder deserves all the respect because even though he didn't take a win home in this trilogy he will be remembered for being a knockout artist and probably having some of the biggest heart displayed in heavyweight boxing history did he knock him down though he knocked him down twice he knocked fury down twice he knocked Fury down twice. This wasn't the first time he's knocked Fury down in the trilogy. Right. He's knocked him down before. But Fury just keeps getting up, man. And that's right. why right. I gotta respect that big dude too. Without a um, doubt. You know, there were a lot of jokes, a lot of a lot of memes going around. But if you kind of step back and look at what these guys did, you know he, he was a first place loser. <laughs> but nah, but you know, I gotta you gotta respect that guy because he took he took some serious, uh serious punishment and he didn't Mm -hmm. quit he did not quit and to see him go out and he always said before like he always believed he would be carried out on a shield like a warrior and i think he definitely did that so i hope that they can you know put this trilogy up on the shelf and say like you know tyson fury was the better fighter but you know definitely uh respected deontay wilder for the heart that he displayed
0: he met his match Deontay was on on top they, they for a very long time. Everybody that match, man. You know, everybody, everybody he was on it for a very long time. He was undefeated, and it was for me. It was always it it was always when he finds somebody that can really fight, he's going to be in trouble because it's not the way you fall; it's the way you get up. One hundred percent. Because if you look at all of his fights, he relied on he relied on that that one punch knockout so hard that. You kind of missed the other part of the boxing skills to it, and it hard, it's
1: hard to go there when you know all twenty-seven of your previous fights you knock people out with that one.
0: I I I get it. You know, it's it's like it's almost like the Mike Tyson syndrome. You know what I'm saying? You get in the ring, you know you're gonna knock them out, and when you don't knock them out, life changes at that moment. <laughs> so so yeah, you know, when, he hit, was, when you he hit was...
1: somebody with your best shot,
0: yeah, and they, and they yeah. eat that jump. It's, it's, he was the new age. Wilder's the new age Tyson. I will give him that without all the craziness, without all the um the other stuff that the eighties and nineties brought and cocaine. But he was uh, he was the new age Tyson. New age Tyson. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Tyson Fury for just solidifying who he is and what he's capable of. No doubt. Um, any he fighting? He's fighting Joshua next, right? Nah. No, he's Joshua, gonna fight Joshua. Joshua
1: just took a loss.
0: Joshua's watching. He's going
1: to be fighting a fellow Brit. He's he gonna did get his ass off. He's fighting across the pond. Uh, I forgot what the guy's name is, but it'll be a fight just for him to celebrate, you know, not have to train as hard as he's probably trained for uh, Deontay Wilder. So I think this would be like a, not a, um not a set up win for him, but an easier mm-hmm. fight. And then they will probably fight somebody big time in like 18 months. It's that, like you said, everybody got to play until you punch in the face. A hundred percent. So look, so that's sports, right? Let's talk about let's talk about music, man. Let's talk about the state of hip hop.
0: Wait a minute. So one of the things that you know me and I have talked about the show all the time, and we always try to figure out certain things that we love to incorporate into it and share with you guys, and not take away from you know our deep dives. But one of the things we said we were going to do as quick hits was give you our sleeper hit for the week, sleeper hit for the week, some music you probably never heard before. That you need to go check out and listen to. Unfortunately, the way YouTube and everybody else is set up, if we play a lot of the stuff, <laughs> if we play a lot of it, we're going to get Cancel Culture drops in real quick. Like like uh, episode 33 is uh, conveniently labeled Cancel Culture Activated. But we want to share those tracks with you. Hey, give me that. Give me the. What's the? What's your track that you want to share? What you
1: just you want me to say? Share? You going to try? Yes. I sent it to you, but... I've been feeling my man, Masego, a lot lately uh, on the jazz R&B tip.
0: Oh, you uh, switched you... it up on me. What you mean? Okay, you did. No. You get. You know what? You sent me two, Masego.
1: Yeah, which one you going to play, man?
0: Huh? You want the Masego Don Toliver joint.
1: Exactly. So he teamed up with Don Toliver on this track. Uh, it's definitely a smooth jungle. Go ahead and play about a good eight seconds for the people. Can we
0: play eight seconds?
1: Yeah, you good we can play 8 seconds.
0: All right, we're going to we're going to play 8 seconds and then they are going to cancel us ASAP. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to come out, so. That's 22 seconds. I should have played some of the, in the other parts
1: of it. Yeah, but e- either way,
0: check it out. Either way, check it out. Mystery Lady by my on Don Tolliver.
1: But I think you can yeah. play it on YouTube, though. You can, you play, can play it on, it on YouTube. YouTube. Huh? You can play the YouTube, bro.
0: <laughs> On this All track, right. Bianca. I don't want to go. I I, I want to do more than that. I don't want to do more than that because they're gonna cut us cut us the hell off. All right. So mine check is check
1: out your boy Masego in your free time. Definitely check out right,
0: Masego. If you ain't listening to Sego, I don't know you who you are. You with your life. Get your life together. Uh, let me let me heart that real quick. Add that to my list. My track is gonna be about a young kid who did that one track during. I think it was came out twenty twenty. I just want to live. Key John Bryant. Mm-hmm. And he dropped a banger. Banger. It's called Hello by Key John Bryant. Let me uh back that up. Pay 10 seconds of that. My
1: wife in my dreams, Brian.
0: That's still Massika. Hold on.
1: welcome to UNC. What's your name? Pretty lady. Now I had to shake it on the same.
0: Tell your mom and daddy I said thanks. Okay. <laughs> Keydron Bryant, he is okay. different. He is different. Don Tolliver is like that. Um, but check those two out, Lasego and Don Tolliver. It's called Mystery Lady. And then Keydron Bryant, hello. Um,
1: get your I life together. Like I like that, Kate. I like how we putting the people down to some shit that they need to Put us down with. to it, bro. People Outside of what we're about to be talking about when it comes to hip hop and the state of music right now. So I had, um, I wanted to ask the chat. And everybody else who's watching on YouTube. My man Meek Mill finally dropped out of nowhere. There's really no (laughs) promo. Right. And I've always thought Meek Mill was one of those guys who can rap well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not gonna really get into his whole career and break him down. But do you think him coming out, dropping his album with no promo and selling 80 80k in the first week, do you think he flopped? No.
0: But but I think it just proved to him that he's not Nas or Beyonce. <laughs> he's not on that upper echelon where he can do that and be uber successful. He still requires some work because Meek Mill is in that middle stage where he's not with the youth and he's not with the older crew. He's not with the upper echelon and he's not with the youth. He's that middle ground. That's like David Banner dropping an album right now.
1: A lot right. of me a lot of meek mill fans are probably at work not even having a clue that he put out an album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Savage yeah. said Meek's not nice enough for not no nice promo. enough that's for because, no promo. That's because his fan base is probably like my age at this point. We was in a club like eight years ago. <laughs> eight, eight, you know? ten years ago. And so, now we gotta go to work and be taking our babies to daycare and shit. Like we're not checking for Meek Mill. And then no. all of a sudden he pops up. So I, I actually just stumbled into the album. Let me, let me keep it real with you. Yeah. So I yeah. played it. I think I was putting together a TV stand. So conveniently, I had the
0: opportunity,
1: <laughs> conveniently I had the opportunity to fucking listen to the music. <laughs> like, after a while, <laughs> I was like, okay, I hear you, meat. Yeah, I was changing I my
0: shower curtains and just, you know, it was on the uh... –
1: <laughs> yeah, Erica. But then, then what, what fucked me up was I started hearing him. I thought he was making music trying to sound like current artists. Like I heard a track when he was singing on it, and if I didn't uh, look, I would have thought it was Dirk.
0: Oh, uh, I haven't. You know what? I have to be honest. I haven't heard it yet. That's how bad it is. But that's I what heard I it came
1: Ask you? Do you? I ha- make-
0: Nobody's running to listen to Meek Mill. Like you said, Meek Mill not nice enough. For no promo, but do and, you know, think- dreams and nightmares. Yes, dreams and nightmares. Well, you know, it's a classic. You have a everybody has one or two classics, which is why their name is still. But let me ask
1: question. But let me ask everybody a question. Do you think some of those artists who are falling off, and he knows it? You know, when, when an artist like Meat Mill sells eighty k, and you got people like Savage, who's a hip hop head, saying not interested. He knows he's falling off. He knows he's in the corner. He on the ropes and shit. So, do you think at this point it's acceptable for him to try to copy current artists who's successful? He and can try do to sound him. like them. Or do you Look. think current? Do you think older artists should be able to try to change their shit up and sound like the younger artists?
0: Do whatever you feel is right. Don't do it because it's popular. If you do it what's right, then it comes out best. If you do what's popular, then people feel that and not uh, and usually don't get into it. Plain and simple. You know when somebody steps out of their lane. And it doesn't feel right, you're like, ah, I'm not really not feeling that song. One guy who I will say is hundred percent a master at doing what it feels right and being able to step out in his own step out in his own way is Snoop. Period. Snoop has done so many different areas, genres. He's done the singing, he's done the rapping, he's done the gospel, and all of it, all of it for the most part is tough. There's you know, you got your favorite. You got your favorite 80s joints from Snoop. You got your favorite, you know, sensual seduction. You got all the different stuff from him, but not everybody can do that. Yeah, Snoop's a, Snoop's a unicorn. You Snoop's understand. a unicorn. It's 100% unicorn. So, yeah, nobody's we, nobody's running out to hear Meek Mill. All right, so let's, go to
1: next point. so let's go to my next point. I'm going to ask you and everybody else. Do you think if people had to still go out and purchase albums and records that certain artists like nba young boy would be this popular because in my opinion with the new dsp services like this nba young boy craze is, is phenomenal like i don't want to hate on the young man unfortunately he's the uh, mm-hmm. incarcerated right now but the amount of streams that he's getting are out of this world mm-hmm. and i'm not going to sit here and say i'm the gatekeeper of rap but I'm not a young boy, you know, listener. I'm 35. I don't really think there are a lot of people my age really listening to young boy. And nope. my thing is, is this because, is this almost the same product of handing the kids the iPad that this young man is getting so many streams? Because I think his fan base's average age is like 12. I can't believe so, it. Like, just but just imagine like these parents giving their 12 and 14 year olds their iPads and their iPhones and they're streaming music and all they're doing is listening to the young boy in rotation, right? Mm-hmm. He's still at that point technically selling records.
0: There's two things. There's two things. One, the song is two minutes and 15 seconds. Two, was- <laughs> two, um, it's it's such a everything is, um, Everything is quick and it's cliche, that, and that goes with the two. I don't know. I honestly, I had to listen to um, what's the joint with Little Baby and Little Dirt that uh, they what's did with the DJ hero? Khaled? Yeah, the joint they did with DJ Khaled. Okay. I had to literally because I don't have a I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a hand in this game because I couldn't tell. I had to go back and listen to that song like three times to tell the difference between Little Baby and Little Dirt. So. That's because you don't
1: listen to Lil Baby.
0: I don't listen. No, I don't listen to them, Cats, so I can't say. I I probably heard something, but I don't know. It's so far. I'm so far off. I'm so far off of them, cats. You know, it's NBA, YBN. But
1: the point point is, bros, what I'm saying is is that this guy is selling more records mm -hmm. than 90% of the other artists out there. And I can't tell you two songs by the guy. No, and I'm not saying that, it, that that means anything because I can't. But I guarantee <laughs> you that our chat can't either. And I'm not hating on them, but I'm just saying like, damn. So all I'm saying is, is like, I think because you don't have to go out and purchase records in the store. I think okay. today's games streaming and you know how it's like kind of counted up is probably not as accurate because I guarantee you had that. That, that kid who's 12 years old who wants the Youngboy album back then, he wouldn't have got it.
0: No. I, look, man. No. No, it's a different time. You can't equate one with the other because it's just way different. The access is different. People, you can get right to it. Anybody can get to it in the universe by the click of a button. So, you know, shout out to young Boy. He's getting his paper. I don't know who's listening to them. It's just not just just not my my cup of tea. <laughs> I
1: right, can look, probably heard a song. Look, right old man. Look, I am old. Fuck it. So before we leave hip hop and music, I threw out a, I threw out a conversation piece earlier, and I was talking to my girl about it. And I'm not trying. I'm not going to pinpoint any female artists right now. But I, I threw out a question on Instagram yesterday, and I was like, you know, I always knew that sex sold in music, and You know, with Lil' Kim and, you know, certain artists back in the day, they always had that sex side that sold as well. But in my opinion, I think that their artistry was first and the sex appeal was second. Mm -hmm. So, and when I look at all these female artists now, like I'm happy for them. I really want them to succeed. But I was just asking the question, like when I see them perform live, most of their sets come off to be like, the main female artist has like a better outfit than the other 12 girls who's behind them and they're all doing the same routine like twerking and shit and it's more of a it's more of a dance than their actual music and their actual rap so like do you think like what do you think about that like I'm, like I just think that like what happens when that that sex appeal runs out like they i can't even name half of like besides making a stallion like these big lottos and these other girls i can't even name their music but then a lot of these young people come back at me and say i'm hating because you know they basically built a brand and i cannot yes
0: hate. yes because now you're older we're older we're looking at it through a different lens you're looking at it through a different lens and a different perspective um like I said, we we can talk. Lil Kim had bars. Foxy Brown had bars. Nicki Minaj even had even soft Nicki Minaj had bars. Even Soft little Eve had bars every now. But and then.
1: Nicki and again. Minaj when she came out live, you ain't see her standing yeah, whole. No, you ain't see her standing in front of a whole bunch that of was, girls and just twerk the whole time. And then that was to her song. Nicki would rap.
0: That was before... Yeah, it's like how our parents looked at our generation. Exactly. Oh, don't say I'm an old right? head like that. You are a fucking old head. Accept it and we can move on with life. Look, Nicki, Nicki Minaj, before... When she came out... Remember, when Nicki Minaj came out, she came out with Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. She came out with Drake. She came out with a whole bunch of dudes. The moment she stepped away... And did her, you know, what's that song? Moment for life. She started doing her her pop stuff. It was it was the same thing. Everybody copied. Everybody copied everybody else. And it's a, they do the same thing that R and B singers did. Man, all I'm so, saying, you know, female R singers up, did. If you look up female like R&B R&B
1: if, if you look up Big Lotto, formerly known right? as Malato, right? Shout out, shout out to Lotto. I know my, you, I got a homie that raps with her. Okay. If you look at her and put her up there on YouTube or whatever and watch her performance, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's more of a it's more of a sex performance. Like not saying she's like doing anything degrading, but she's selling her appearance and the performance of the dance and the show. But I don't think her music is really sticking like that. It's not sticking
0: with you, it's sticking with somebody. You all of them do all it. Right, all everybody do it. Yeah, I'm taking the high road. You can't don't single don't single one out when they all doing the same thing, bro. It's, you got to let it be. It's like some music ain't for everybody. We not old, but the music ain't meant. For, you're not old, but the music ain't meant for us shout outs to erica I'm not, mad. I'm, not mad at that.
1: I'm not mad at that
0: i, I am mad, mad at, at all it's just a. it's a whole different music is music has changed in in so many different ways and even if you have to um women can't do shit without being criticized that's that's a very true statement you have to um know that music now there's so much so much uh so much out there that you can find a lane that nobody knows about and just enjoy that lane and stick but I, there. But
1: I, but I kind of disagree with allowing, you know, just because the young people are doing new types of hip-hop, that doesn't mean you got to shit on the old form of hip-hop either. No, and ain't I don't nobody shit on I that. Think, I don't think that's what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you know, at some point you still got to have some type of, like, care for your craft, though.
0: Right. Let me tell you, look. It doesn't matter anymore. You have streaming now. If you want to go listen to high tech and, and Taleb quality all fucking day or, you know, or, or some old common, you can listen to that and nobody could give two shits in shit the old common, you know, old common. Don't listen to that new shit. Listen to the old common. Um, but, you know, all the Mill rapper do is sell idea of killing and drug dealing. Nobody says anything. Ah, it's been it's been a long time coming you know uh <laughs> it's a long time coming it's what it is it's what it is you, long listen to it, you don't long, long time man. coming what's up what myself shout out to Marcel love in the building man myself love.com london royce i had a shout out last week go get you some
1: cricket wear from londonroyce.com man cricket yeah, that was that was hot i remember that last week
0: yes yes but look i'm waiting for the new adele to drop you and you, are, you, you and you are you you and three depressed. other black people I know.
1: She is not gonna be on her depression shit no more. She's gonna be out there probably doing some lit shit because she living another up. She ain't she ain't gonna be singing the blues no more. Sing, singer. All right, so cancel culture. Are you ready? Activated.
0: I am so ready. I'm beyond ready because you know I'm fresh off of watching this. Fresh off of watching this. That's good. Okay. i let it marinate. You let it
1: marinate? Yeah, and I think it right. was good that, that you watched it fresh and that I let it marinate. I think that was a mm-hmm. good non-plan idea.
0: Yes. Now, we are about to get into The Closer. Dave Chappelle's final Netflix stand-up, The Closer. Now, if if you found it offensive... What's
1: the text number up, please?
0: Oh, shit. If you have found it offensive, just type yes. If you didn't type no.
1: If man, fuck. That. It, Don't type a... yes and type <laughs> no. Text 301-857-1757 and tell us what the fuck you thought about Ooh. the closer, god damn it.
0: Oh, oh my Eric, god. I'll shoot Oh man. Off the hook says Marcel. Love. No. Um uh, man, no. Savage says no. Man. What's funny is that for let me say this because I'm fresh off watching it, right?
1: Go ahead, K Break it down. The
0: only way Tell
1: Bianca oh, what it is, please.
0: Netflix is uh it's Dave Chappelle's last Netflix um series, his comedy stand-up his called last the Close. His last special on Netflix. Per the deal. He so had.
1: before you go into before you go into where you're about to go, because I know you're about to pop it off, right? Pause. <laughs> let's give a background of like the last couple of um, I would say situations or issues that Dave Chappelle's run into because of his content it's been kind of controversial he's been frequently over the past few specials kind of going hard on the trans and LGBT community not my opinion but just the overall consensus and this leads into his last special on Netflix. So it's kind of like his opportunity to really get paid and drop the mic. So go ahead, Kate Disle. So um,
0: if you watch, I feel like those who were upset with watching this last one didn't finish the entire <laughs> the entire set. Okay. There's no way that you could have been offended or upset. And and he's and he says it blatantly in in the up He says you are not listening to what I am saying. You're just hearing what you want to hear and taking those snippets and running with it.
1: But that's what everybody does whenever anything yes. is spoken.
0: And he's and one of the things that he did, he set this up very well from the beginning. Uh, he said, "I'm going all, I'm going all the way, I'm going all in." He said that on numerous times. He made a lot of jokes that were controversial because he gives no fucks, which is why you watch him, because some of them are on the verge of that. It's good. Comedy is a space you you can't be offended at the end of the day. You made a choice to watch it. That's great, what Snell great says. Comment. Like, great comment. Um, if, you're, if you're offended, if you're offended, you're offended. You have feelings and emotions behind it. I get it. But like,
1: like Sinead says, you don't have to watch it.
0: You don't have and, to watch
1: it. And that's like the fine line that we're talking about, right? Before mm-hmm. you keep going, K Dizzle, it's like, okay, I have the right to change the channel. But mm-hmm. does he deserve the platform to make those comments to be, I guess, hurting that certain septic people that feel like they're offended? So go ahead.
0: Oh, and you got people talking about it. they. They consider people are canceling their Netflix subscription. Netflix is thinking about pulling it. They ain't thinking about pulling shit.
1: A lot of people who've gotten bags from Netflix got the nerve to to now all of a sudden spite Netflix. But go ahead.
0: For two, you cancel your Netflix subscription, you're coming back. (laughs) You're coming back. (laughs) All the good TV is on Netflix. I'm sorry to say... You can, you can do that little, you can give up your little $20 right now for this month, but you'll be back and giving them their $250 a year, period, point blank. The guy explains everything that he says and why he says it in the entire damn stand-up. He, and he says, look, I don't have a problem with gay or trans people. I got a problem with white people. <laughs> he said, I, If you listen to what I'm saying, that's what I've been upset upset about all the time the whole time it says you know um, his 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 issue was um, you know white people go back to uh, being white people when it's convenient. they're in the struggle when they're in the struggle but then they use their whiteness out of convenience to get out of the struggle and you know there's a lot of truth to that there's a, a there's a hell of a lot of truth to that and I think like I said with this, um, he used so many different examples. He did so many funny, funny ass jokes to try to help you understand um, what his what his opinion was and why is it relevant and how it makes sense. That if you got offended, you really one wasn't listening and two didn't finish the damn didn't finish the damn series. So
1: or th- or three or three it went over your head and you didn't understand where he was trying to come from and see Mm -hmm. that's the thing when you're talking about a topic that is so gray you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and not definitively black and white like (laughs) you know (laughs) it's it's hard it's hard for him to not really make those comments and like some of the things he said Kay, like he really did it in a very artistic way Mm Mm-hmm. Even though he did joke hard, he pulled it back sometimes. And he was like, you said, he said, you're not listening to me. Mm -hmm. Like he referred to himself in a cynical way of calling himself transphobic. Mm -hmm. And he kind of said it like, you know, I'm transphobic, right? And he kept it moving. And it was almost like he said it in a way to leave it up for you at the end of the show to judge him and make that determination for yourself.
0: But see, right. But see, he said that, and then he gave a story. He gave a story. You have to really go watch it.
1: No, but I, I'm with he, you. Go ahead. i he, I'm
0: with he, you. he said that, but then gave a story about one about having a having a, a strong friend. friendship, personal friend, who was transphobic into some of the things that they who worked was trans-sexual. through, transsexual, transsexual, and some of the things that they worked through, and how it helped him grow, grow, and in that in that
1: space in that field. So, you know, what what I like and, and, and here's where what I meant by he said things in certain ways that were artistic, right? Dude's a master. Instead mm-hmm. of him instead of him, and I'm not defending Dave Chappelle first and foremost, let that be clear. But <laughs> instead of him saying, hey, I got trans friends, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the easy knee-jerk reaction to correct. you're homophobic. Oh, I got gay friends. Or you're prejudiced. Oh, I got whatever friends you know that's not the answer so the way he instead of saying i have trans friends he told a personal story right and i thought it was good because he told the story by what he experienced right so it's up to you to make your own judgment or opinion based off how you feel after hearing the story that he told Mm -hmm. right because he didn't tell you in a way that he wanted you to feel a certain way, he didn't tell the story in a persuasive way. He told a story based off of what he experienced with his friend, right? Yep. So if you didn't watch it, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle basically spoke and said he had a trans friend who would appear at his shows, and this you person. Me, no,
0: don't, 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 don't do that. Let them go watch it. Let you them go, want to watch go into it? it. No, no, let them go watch it because. Um, the way that it's presented, he's such a master at his craft through the entire process, through the entire stand-up. He's setting you up for certain things and telling certain jokes to keep you on and off pace. It keep you on and off pace. Um, and in the delivery, like I said, the delivery, he's just he's he is one of the goats. He's one of the goats to ever do it, and I think he navigates this era and this time span masterfully um with being able to be truthful in his comedy and doing whatever, doing what the fuck he wants to do. Now, he made so many MLK jokes that probably his parents <laughs> his parents would be like, oh no, don't desecrate Martin Luther King's, you know, not Luther King's um, history like that. But hey, hey, the shit he's was also, hilarious.
1: Also at the point of his career to where you gotta think that if he's speaking with any purpose it's gonna ruffle some feathers. A hundred percent. Because he's covered everything. 100%. So when he had 20, 20, 30 years in the game, in comedy especially, like, he's probably at a point to where, like, look, this is, like I said, my last special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you how I feel from what he's... I experienced. I'm going to get this bag in the process. <laughs> and I'm going to roll the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I got to give him kudos for that. Um, I really appreciated the special. I thought that it definitely had some humor to it. I thought his wittiness and timing was impeccable as always. I think that his stance on trans is still for the opinion of everyone else, because I'm not going to take a stance on it based off of how he feels. Because, again, like Erica says, you can't cancel Dave. And I'm not here to cancel him. And I'm not here to, you know, you know, kind of ride for me because at the end of the day, I'm just going to review his art and accept his art the way that I can and I think yeah. that he's been a phenomenal comedian. I think that the special if you look at it from an unbiased perspective was great. And it's not me it's not it's not for me to sit here and say if he's transphobic or not. Now we all went in I went into this watching this
0: with um you know with a different mindset. He's been provocative but like you said but he's a genius. I went in with a different mindset because of all the controversy around it. The same way I went into what was, the, what was it? Was sticks and stones? Mm-hmm. And I think I used it in a promo. I used one of his clips from it, talking about the yeah. people. Um, But you, you go in with a particular mindset, and regardless of whatever mindset that you go in, because it's so well, so well set up that you can know you cannot keep that mindset. You just have to follow through and listen and pay attention to what he's doing. Um, will we ever see that type of? Um, uh, that type of honesty in comedy ever again? That's the magic question. Will we? Will we as a society? Will we allow that type of honesty?
1: You know. You know. You know How- what I think, K. To answer your question, I don't think it's a matter of obviously that type of honesty. I think it's just the timing of when these artists, you know, went through. Like Dave Chappelle has been a comedian through. The eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousands and twenties, and beyond. So think about all the societal change that we've experienced through these years. Mm -hmm. And I like to say that, like people who have been like my age and your age, I think we've seen a lot in our time. Mm -hmm. You know, will will our kids see as much in their time that we did? Who's to say? But I think you know, when you have a person like him. Speaking on all these types of societal changes, you're not going to speak, you know, in a perfect sense. You're going to ruffle feathers. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have people blow the whistle. And who's to say, like, in the future, these new comedians coming out are going to have those type of battles? Because in a way, a lot of these comedians now are paving the way. And a lot of these celebrities now are making it a lot easier for people to be themselves. And I'm starting to see comedians who are trans perform, uh, you know, different different walks of life, different types of um, sexual orientation perform. And I think it's great, you know what I'm saying, to see all the different representation. I think that's what everybody wants to, man. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everybody wants to see themselves and what they want to see. Like, not to sound redundant, but, like, you just want that representation. I want to know that I'm accepted in that space as well. We'll just if, not if I want to touch that space, I can go in and maneuver in that space and be equal as you. And I think that's what everybody really wants at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I think it, I, most importantly, we just want comedy to continue to be that safe space to talk shit about everything. Anything and everything and, and not, not much being off limits. I think, um, you know, 80s and 90s, uh, even some of the 2000s where we were allowed to allowed to talk about the hard topics and make, make fun of those things without, you know, without being afraid of the cancel culture of people who don't agree with your jokes, um, trying to ruin your career. So it's, it's one of those things where you just hope that's one of the only, the, the, the dying areas where we're allowed to, um, laugh together, share an experience and talk about real issues or, just be, you know, just make crude humor. Like,
1: Comedy well, Central used well, to. Comedy like Central
0: used to have a roast. Remember the roast they used to do? Yeah. So let me do ask that you no more. That
1: question: Do you think that 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 level of comedy is going to be gone? Do you think uh, it's, that old school hardcore, like, because we're on stage with a microphone, I can say whatever I want and then get off stage and be good? Do you think that's gone now? Because cancer culture,
0: somewhat somewhat i think we were losing some of it the only people that that can do it and get away with it are those you know the the legends such as you know dave chappelle that can get away with it. paul mooney everybody just knew you know paul mooney was paul mooney he never switched it up (laughs) he never switched it up you know what one of the things paul mooney always used to say is what i say nigga 10 times in the morning keeps my teeth white i was like when i heard that i said oh that that's just who you, that's just the type of people <laughs> that they are and they have that ability if you stay in that lane that that they continue to, to be successful. Uh, you know, Lisa Lampanelli, which was very crude Our and hardcore. Hard uh, you know, no cut cars.
1: Self-deprecating
0: too. There's no wh- who are the new people that are like that that can come in uh and be funny and maintain a career without you know, being canceled, canceled. <laughs> without being canceled, it's dangerous. you know, being canceled on, on social media and online. So it's just, it's a, the tough thing to see. It's a tough thing to watch. Like I said, Dave is, Dave is in no danger of anything happening to him because he's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do when he wants to do it. His stuff is funny and you, and he, and if you can't, you can't deny that. If you deny that, then, you know, you're not facing some of the hard truths that, um, that are there you're not listening this something you're not listening so but look if you haven't seen it go see it he said um he's making fun of the black people on Chappelle show everyone thought it was hilarious but when we talk about it, this is exactly one of the things that you know he's he talks about we talk about the lbgtq community it's the problem uh, they're new to the struggle so everything that they everything that they experience is now and and it becomes you know, becomes a, a three, a five-along fire, and that's just what that's just what it is. You know, you it's hard to be, it's hard to crack jokes. It's hard to crack jokes nowadays, but it's unless also, they're dad jokes.
1: But it's, it's also like you know, you you asked the question like you know, what struggle was you know the focal struggle, and what struggle right now seems to be, you know, the ones you don't want to fuck with, and I don't care who you are. It's definitely the LGBTQ trans community. You don't want to fuck with them. And if you agree with them or not, you know I don't think right now you want to be on a platform spewing all types of hate towards that community because, for one, I don't agree that it would be fair to do anyway. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're getting canceled. But you should...
0: Here's the other part of it. And this is exactly what we talk about. When did they become
1: the mafia bosses of social activism. I don't think it matters. I think it's just the fact that they've got people in power because I think that right now, the way that the society is, you know, kind of forming the majority of the people in power, some fit into the, you know, this box that they check that box. I think right now, those people are checked in that box. They're in that, they're in that space. You know, some of those people in important places that have the ability to cancel you. And I'm not saying that the hate towards them or whatever people say is acceptable. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that anybody can get hated on, but not everybody can cancel you. Very true. That's my point. So let's not sit here and, and get misconstrued. I can say F whoever I can say, fuck, you know, whatever race, whatever types of gender but everybody doesn't have the power to shut me down. But right now it's proven to the world <laughs> that you play with you that's, play with that that's, group, that's, they shutting your ass the fuck down.
0: That's mafia. That's mafia talk right there. It's mafia talk. <laughs> it, and, it is it,
1: what it is. Take it how you want to.
0: <laughs> you know, that's that sounds like um new and I'm slave. Not, and I'm not that I'm sound, not you know what? You. That sounds like new slave ownership to me. I don't care which, I don't care how you spin it. Exactly what it sounds like new slave ownership before when slaves couldn't talk about white people, <laughs> now nobody can talk about LGBTQ community. But
1: people. you don't, you can't look and see what an LGBTQ person is. Like, technically, you can't look and spot them. So, what I'm saying is, they have the ability to have a large group of all types of people, they
0: are a large group, they're 25 of the 27 letters of the alphabet. And you can't fight if <laughs> you're only outside too. You can't see, fight. Not, see, you're not Dave You get cancer. No, yeah, look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shit. not saying anything derogatory. I right. am saying that it is kind of mafia-esque. Boy, it is. It is a cancer. It's toxic when you have one community jumping on um, a, a certain sector group of people. Just because they don't like what they said. That's that's no longer um a movement that's more so bullying than anything else. That's bullying. That's 20 21st century bullying.
1: It ain't tricking you know? if you got it. That's what I say. <laughs> stop the bullying, man. Just stop hey, the bullying. Just be don't be modest. Hey, if I got the power, if I can move you, don't hey. They out there <laughs> on the block right now. I can't tell you what they are, who they are, but don't play with them. Oh, I can't
0: do it, man. Look, shout out to Dave Chappelle going out with a bang. He, sa- he said it the whole time. I listened very closely. He said, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. So I knew it was going to be some shit. Um, you know, but it was it's an awesome. hour long. It's, 45 low minutes
1: hanging, it's low-hanging fruit for people to just say, you know, oh, he said this. So we going ah. It's just easy. You know, and Dave mm-hmm. can talk and be witty enough to, to talk his way out of that. And say, you know, he directed it this way; it meant this, and that's the thing. Like, that's what that's what art per se is. And comedy used to be known as a form of art, and now with cancel culture being so prevalent, I don't think it's going to be the same. No, it hasn't been
0: the same for a while. It
1: has not been the same
0: for a while. But,
1: but check I it say- out. Go see the closer on Netflix before it gets pulled. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't getting pulled, man.
0: I don't know. You know, delusions of grandeur in that idea. But um we just the, the point of the fact is um we need to cancel cancel culture. Mm. It, the truth be told, we need to cancel cancel culture. It's toxic. Uh it's it's not it's not how society should be run. You shouldn't be in fear of of. Saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing or just basic conversation. You shouldn't have to live your life on the eggshells. You should be able to do do what you say when you say it. And if somebody catches you in the wrong, if you're being racist, you're being racist. Let somebody call you out on that. That does not mean that person has lived an entire life full of racism. Okay. You can do one bad thing, like John Gruden is a prime prime example. He can call somebody's somebody's lips look as big as two Michelin tires that does not even though it was a racist statement like Mark said, that does not mean he is a racist person but
1: but you know what, in defense of the LGBTQ trans community as well though, like I'm sure they can, they can determine a person who's really being you know, over the top or a person who's just going down a slippery slope and not necessarily trying to say the wrong things you know, I don't think or do you think that cancel culture is to the point to where if you just accidentally say something you gonna get canceled?
0: Yeah, if you accidentally say something you gonna get canceled. It's too toxic. <laughs> it's too toxic. It's just way too toxic. If you Shit. do something wrong, yeah. If you do something wrong, you say the wrong thing. It's too toxic. They're gonna take it out of context. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna use you to as their soapbox as to why the world is wrong. And, and why they should why we need to fix it, period, point blank. And we just need to cancel, cancel culture. Get out of that bullshit. You know, if you're racist, then, hey, you're racist. They're going to use the power of the internet and just fuck your life up.
1: And see, that's what, <laughs> that's, I was saying. What that's what I was saying, Erica. Like, nowadays, you can't even have a challenging conversation without people cutting you off. Like, you don't want to offend, though, you know, but a challenging conversation does not have to be disrespectful, and I still hope that there can be platforms where you can have perspective opposition. And as well said, Erica, everything turns into an argument, it's okay to have opposing perspectives. Very true,
0: yeah. We, we, this day true. and age does not allow space for opposing arguments, and, and, and to end
1: at that aspect, um, or do people not? That people lost the ability to have those type of conversations.
0: See, some people have. Because and the the issue is is universal. People are not listening to each other. We hear same way, the same way we all read a text wrong. You know, if you say somebody asks you a question, your girls send you a text. It could be five miles long, it could be seven, seven letters long. And you say, okay, right? And depending on how long it takes you to, for, to type, okay. She could be interpreted as, what the fuck you mean, okay? You just, okay? That's all you had to say okay. about what I just texted? Okay. What do you mean by that? That's exactly how this world is operated via social media and online. Is the interpretation of everything is always, you know, blown out of proportion. So we so sensitive, man. We, we got so many, so many issues. We need so much psychological help. We need so much mental therapy, mental therapy in this world because as we grow as humans and we have all this technology that we think brings us closer, we're more instantaneous with each other as far as communication, that it just throws us apart. The social interaction, the human physical interaction starts getting lesser and lesser. It messes up who we are physiologically as humans and how we grow with the social aspect of it. online uh, is online is i'm going a little deeper than what we need to.
1: you know what i was thinking about in my lifetime just personally speaking i've never seen a group of people rally together as quick as the lgbtq trans community to have the ability to cancel like out of all the groups that have been, I would say, suppressed or have shown hate in my lifetime, I never saw th- those groups be able to respond like this group. So that's fact for me, just in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that signifies. You know, it, I don't it know. Just,
0: it's new. They're, it's a newer struggle. It's a fresher struggle. And they use the tools that are given to them. Um, during like this they time,
1: figure it out. Like Dave Chappelle joked about the the um, what was that movement? The uh, who? What's it called again? No, I'm not trying to be funny. The you 2 me too, the me too, the me too movement. movement. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He joked about that, and that was a very interesting perspective of how he spun the lack of follow through, and the I guess big picture thinking that the me too movement lacked. Because he kind of made jokes about how he agreed with them, but he didn't think that they did it the right way, which is why that movement may have failed. You know what I'm saying? But it seems like, you know, with this group, when it comes to forming together and really, you know, shutting some shit down, I got to give them credit. They, 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 well, the well
0: versed crazy. in the internet, bro. Well versed. Yeah. Same way the Occupy Wall Street. Remember that shit? Yeah. That. Was a great idea, it's terrible execution, terrible execution. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 one of those things where you know if you, if you know what you're doing, if you got online presence, and you got time, and boy oh boy, motherfuckers got time, <laughs> you get canceled. You just gotta be my be mindful of that. I don't like the mafia esque, uh, you know, feel to it. Don't to matter
1: it. if you like it or not.
0: It don't. You absolutely right. It.
1: You don't pay, want that
0: mafia. You don't fuck. Pay, you. The, pay the pay five percent. Keep rolling. Just pay my five percent for protection and keep rolling, man. Um, again, you know, shout out to Dave Chappelle, man, the closer. Shout out to cancel culture being activated and being agitated. That you know, it just makes for good. It just makes for good, uh, good conversation like this. Talk man, about shout out. People
1: shout people. out to you and me. For uh for going over multiple topics in an hour and eight minutes the way we did. I think Sweet we did an baby job tonight, man.
0: Sweet baby Jesus. We I packed this shit ton of shit.
1: We talked about a lot of shit tonight. I don't know if the chat's starting to be afraid to come on live with us because we haven't had a texter. But please don't forget it's 301-857-1757.
0: You know what they they be knee deep in that relationship stuff, boy. Woohoo. We yeah, need to get do. back into some some saucy. I
1: saw I saw my girl Bianca. She came through. She poked her head and I think she rolled out. She was like, Oh, they talking about that shit. <laughs> My uncle was like, Is hell's growing tonight? Is hell's yeah, growing you know, tonight? Nah, let me the, the bitches. Where the bitches at? Where the right. bitches Let me get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> I'll have them on episode 34.
0: Have, have, tell them where they can find us at, man. Hey,
1: man. We at all dressed up podcast Facebook.com slash ADU YouTube.com slash ADU podcast. Email us at, oh, that's the Spotify link. Email us at alldresseduppodcast at gmail.com. We still have a promo that's coming together. We've gotten more commercials. Still send us your videos. Listen to us on the go at Spotify. I don't want to hear that shit about, I missed you on Sunday night. I was cooking a chicken. It's okay. Listen to us <laughs> driving to work Monday morning. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes.
0: That was fried chicken, baby.
1: You know what I'm saying? Just you know, pick an episode. It's laid pick out any, for episode, you. any episode. It's laid out. But, no, seriously, support us because we support you. We always uh, promote our black businesses today. We didn't have them, but next week we'll get back on the ball with that.
0: Shout-out again, LondonRoyce.com. My man Marcelo Love sliding through. Go get you some cricket gear, man. It's Go dope. get you
1: some cricket gear. Shout-out to the Milani brand. I know I'll be rocking that shit. Shout-out to Artistry by Maya. Get your eyebrows snatched back. I don't need that, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Go see my man, real quick, go see my man Roll Cuts Fades at Lowell Town Center at InStyle. Don't just pop up because he won't be able to cut you.
0: He got the whole list. And look, (laughs) we'll put the links to the tracks. Every week we'll put the links to the tracks on our Facebook page. Make sure you can go check those out. And The The Sleepy Tracks and the business, man. Once again, 33 in the books, man. We love y'all. We will see y'all next Sunday. You know, you know, they know, they know, they know, we know, we go home, and know, know, they know, they know, we go home.